Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our risen and living Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The word of God that we hear this morning is from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 9, verses 2 through 9. Now after six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John and led them up on a high mountain apart by themselves, and he was transfigured before them. His clothes became shining, exceedingly white, like snow, such as no launderer on earth can whiten them. And Elijah appeared to them with Moses, and they were talking with Jesus. And then Peter answered and said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good for us to be here. Now let us make three tabernacles, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. Because he did not know what to say, for they were greatly afraid. And a cloud came and overshadowed them, and a voice came out of the cloud saying, This is my beloved son, listen to him. Suddenly when they looked around, they saw no one anymore except only Jesus with themselves. Now as they came down from the mountain, he commanded them that they should tell no one the things that they had seen until the Son of Man had risen from the dead. So far the word of the Lord. Sanctify us by your truth, O Lord. Your word is truth. Amen. Some people might uh, disagree with me, but personally... I think it's a lot easier to go up than it is to come down. It's true that going up a mountain, a ladder, whatever, can sometimes take a great amount of effort, but there are a lot of things in this world that are more difficult than hard work. I remember when I was a little kid, I had no problem climbing up the ladder to the high dive. It was a little bit more difficult to jump off that the end of that plank into the water beneath. And this last summer, Vanessa and I, we went hiking with Kaylee out at uh, Devil's Lake. Kaylee was in a, one of those backpack carriers. Having 35 extra pounds on my back made the trip up the mountain a little arduous, but having all that extra weight up made coming down very perilous. I had to be very, very careful of keeping my balance and where I stepped. Coming down can sometimes be more difficult than going up. In our sermon text this morning, Jesus and his disciples went up the mountain, and that was pretty easy. And on top of the mountain, they saw the glory of the Lord. Jesus talked with old friends, Moses and Elijah. The disciples apparently rested, slept for a little while at least. They were comforted, they were rested, but when Jesus came down the mountain, we're told in the Gospels that he set his face towards Jerusalem. When Jesus came down the mountain, he wasn't just coming down another hill, he was going to his death. He saw what was before him. Coming down that mountain was certainly a much more difficult thing than going up. There are lots of valleys in our lives too, aren't there? Dark places that we sometimes descend into. Places of loneliness and sorrow and depression. Days and weeks and years of suffering and difficulty. But the Lord has also provided us with 
mountain peaks. He has provided us with times when we, like Jesus, can see the glory of the Lord and the salvation. Times when, like today, we get a chance to rest in Christ, be reminded of His grace and mercy, and see Him shining like the sun on the top of the mountain. Jesus provides for us. Jesus comforts us. Jesus encourages us on top of the mountain. He gives us these visions of glory and and of heaven, of the things to come, so that we can take the sight of those things, that comfort with us when we have to descend, when we have difficult times in front of us, and be strengthened, be encouraged. Why did Jesus go up and Why did he come down? He came down to face his death. He came down to face the consequences of our sin. He went up to be encouraged, to be strengthened, to be prepared for that path he had to face. Many of the valleys in our lives, too, are the consequences of not Jesus's, but our sin or the sin of somebody else. It's almost always sin of some kind that causes problems in our lives. And so we might wish that all of our life and all of our days could be on the mountaintop. Peter certainly seemed to wish that in our text, didn't he? He said, let's make three tabernacles. Let's remain here a while longer. Let's commemorate it and come back. But Jesus knew he had to go down. And we often have to go down as well. We can't stay on the mountaintop any more than Christ could. But when we go down, we know that we have Christ with us. And when we go down, we have seen what God has shown us so that we can continue in our lives. We've seen the valley below. We've seen the goal, the end, and we've also seen the glory of Christ. We want to take these things down with us to remain steadfast. One of the reasons why climbing mountains is worth it, even though it's quite a lot of effort, is because the view from the top is often quite spectacular, right? I remember when uh, I was younger, And uh, we took a family trip down to Lookout Mountain in Tennessee and drove up Lookout Mountain. That was kind of nice because we got the view without the hard work. We just had to sit in the car. Although uh, my mother kept holding tightly to the car the whole way up, so she maybe had a little more difficult of a time than us kids did. We didn't have to to get out and and climb, but we still got to to see the view. More recently, uh, one of my brothers, and I won't tell you which one, but one of my brothers and I were driving through... uh, Great, the Smoky Mountain National Park, and he really wanted a, a good picture, a good view from the car, so he actually was halfway out the window trying to get a picture when a cop saw us, and we got fined pretty heavily for that. That was when I was younger. Don't try that. Not a good idea. But the point is, the view. The view from the top of Lookout Mountain, you can see four or five states The view from the top of the Mount of Transfiguration, Jesus was able to see beyond the valley 
beyond his own death and the difficulty of the weeks to come. He was able to see beyond that to the end. Moses and Elijah were there as as a reminder. They were there talking about his death and reminding him why he was going to do it. In order to save them. In order to give salvation to Moses and Elijah and also to us. Reminding, Reminding him of the reason, the goal. And this gave him encouragement. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2 reminds us, Jesus the author and finisher of our our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of God. Faced with that, that difficult suffering that Jesus had to do, he was able to look beyond to the reason, to the goal, and to be encouraged to be strengthened for what he had to do. In our Old Testament reading, uh, Elisha, a similar thing happened to the prophet Elisha. In our Old Testament reading, you remember, Elisha is walking with Elijah, and Elijah says, ask of me anything you want. And Elisha says, I want a double portion of your spirit. And Elijah responds, you have asked a hard thing. Why was it a hard thing that Elisha asked for? Was it, was it hard because it was a hard thing for Elijah to give? Perhaps. But I think more importantly, it was a hard thing for Elisha to bear. Elijah knew firsthand how difficult uh, the life of a prophet was, how difficult the ministry that God had called him to was. Remember at one time, Elijah had run away into the wilderness and said, it's no good, it, it's, there's no point in it, just let me die, Lord. There's, there's no point in doing this work, no one's listening Elijah knew how difficult that ministry was, and he's reminding Elisha, this is not an easy life you're asking for here. But you know, Elijah's cloak was not the only thing that Elisha received that day. He saw the end of Elijah's ministry. He saw Elijah ascend into heaven. He saw God's well-done stamp on Elijah's life. How many days in Elijah's life when he was depressed or lonely, when he was feeling like the preaching and the ministry weren't doing any good, did he not think back to that day and remember the end? Encouraged by the fact that it's not pointless. That this is the right path. That God Himself said, well done to Elijah. That well done of God, that that bringing Elijah bodily into heaven and, and declaring to everybody, this is my servant, is important. It's important not only for Elisha, but but for us as well. To know that Elijah was right. It's important to know that Elijah was right, not so that we can rub it in other people's faces. See, we're right, you're wrong. It's important to remember that God said, this is the right path, this is the right thing, because this so often doesn't seem like it on this earth, right? Right? 
When you're standing up on that mountaintop, you can look down and, and you can see the path winding through the valley and coming out on the other side. You can, you can see the end. But when you're down in the valley, sometimes you wonder, am I going the right way? We've, we've seen with Elisha. We've seen Elijah taken bodily into heaven. We've seen Jesus on the mountaintop and we've seen Jesus' resurrection. We've seen God's declaration over and over again, this is the right path. We know the end. And so we can be confident, we can be sure, even in the, the dark valleys, even in those dark, winding forests, that we're on the right path. From the top of the mountain, you can see the glory of that, of that end, the glory of that life to come that, that God has put in store for us, but you can also see the glory of Christ shining there up on top of the Mount of Transfiguration, right? You know, I just found out, this is something I never knew before, I just found out this week that Lutherans are apparently the only ones who celebrate Transfiguration Sunday this Sunday. My whole life I've always done it, I just assumed that's what everyone did, but the, in the Lutheran calendar it comes right at the end of Epiphany, right before Lent. We start Ash Wednesday, is this coming Wednesday? start Lent this, this coming week. But apparently we're the only ones. But it really makes sense. It really fits very perfectly right here because starting with Christmas and then going through Epiphany, little by little we've been climbing up that mountain, haven't we? We've been, we've been talking about the glory of Christ and Sunday after Sunday we've been seeing more and more of that glory from His birth to the wise men, to the star, to His baptism, to the miracles He's done. Each Sunday, we've been climbing up, being reminded of His power and His majesty and His glory and the, and the fact that He came to save us. And today, we reach kind of the pinnacle of that climb. And we see the fullness of that, that glory on the top of the Mount of Transfiguration. And then we go down, don't we? We go down with Christ into Lent, we go down with Christ looking towards the death and being reminded of our sin. We go from the joy of Christmas and the glory of the Mount of Transfiguration to the law of God. And the reminder of how badly we've failed. And that's not really something we like, right? <laughs> We don't like being told how wrong we are and, and how sinful we are. We don't like losing, most of us anyway. You know, what's really annoying is when you lose to your younger sibling, right? <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's different for you guys, but if I lose to somebody else in a game or something, that's all right, but if my brother who's 10 years younger than me um, beats me, which he does at basketball all the time, I mean, I'm not that athletic, right? That's kind of annoying. It's a little bit irritating to lose to your younger sibling, but you know, if, if it were Michael Jordan that was playing basketball with you, that wouldn't really be that surprising or that annoying to lose to Michael Jordan, would it? On the top of the Mount of Transfiguration, we see Christ in all of his glory, that, that whiteness that no launder on earth could possibly reproduce, that, that shining brilliance of the glory of the one who has perfectly kept the law for us 
in our place. And as we we descend, as we are reminded of our sin, it's important to remember that we have failed. We are sinners in comparison to that. In comparison to that glory of God that shone through Jesus Christ. We compare ourselves to one another. We're not that bad. Compare yourself to me. You're not that bad. Maybe I'm a little worse. But it's not to one another that we're losing. It's not in comparison to one another that we're, we're sinners, but in comparison to this, the Christ who, who shone on top of the mountain, that we realize just how badly we've fallen. But even more importantly than that, we don't lose to Christ, do we? Because he's not on the opposite team. He's on our side. That, that whiteness, that righteousness that we see in Christ becomes ours. As we go through Lent and we are reminded of our sins, we're also reminded of that, that truth, that that glory of Christ that's shown on the Mount of Transfiguration is ours. As God reminds us, come now, let us reason together. Though your sins be like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. That same whiteness, that same brilliance that we see in Christ becomes ours. You know, in the ancient days, if you were uh, challenged to a duel, you slighted somebody's honor, right? Or accused of something, you could pick a champion to fight for you. And if that person won, then you won. Christ is our, our champion. And that whiteness, that glory we see on the top of Mount of Transfiguration, that is ours through his death and resurrection. This morning we stand on the mountain. We stand on the mountaintop with Christ and we see the end of our lives and, and the glory that is to follow even if we have to go through dark, sinful valleys. And we see that purity, that righteousness of Christ that is ours through his death. And so we are comforted, we're encouraged, we're strengthened, and we're reminded that in all of our sin and of all of the darkness of our lives, we have been forgiven through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus.